Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here, and welcome to the Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. And that's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. This episode, episode 25, is called When Sleep Temps and Rocks Crumble. Well, this is episode 25. I apologize for the gap here. I kind of got a little becalmed after Christmas, and a lot of things have been going on. Boy, it's been a busy time and a crazy time in so many ways. My wife and I are all vaccinated. I'm thankful for that. I hope you are. I tell you, it made me feel a lot better to know that uh, I had that bit of protection, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that the virus numbers in our area, at least, are going quite a bit down. I'm thankful that life, in a lot of ways, is getting a little bit more back to normal. I got word this morning via the internet news that the CDC said it's okay if you're vaccinated for you now to hug your unvaccinated grandchildren. And I wanted to say, well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, sorry, and I hate to be uh, a little bit cantankerous here or dangerous, but it was always okay as far as I was concerned, and we pretty much did. We tried to be a little careful, but anyway, it's nice to have that vaccine in us, and I feel fine, except for the third ear growing out of my forehead. I'm doing great. So anyway, I'm thankful for the vaccine. I'm thankful that the numbers are going down, and I hope you're doing well where you are. Isn't it frustrating when you find yourself just completely sleepy and it's a time and a place when you're not supposed to be sleeping. Sleeping, and I hope you could say this, I tell you, sleeping is one of the things I do best. I have always been really good at it. And yes, I've had problems that made it hard to sleep. And there are times at night when I lie down and I can't get my head to turn off quickly, but it almost always does. It's not that hard for my head to turn off. I know problems can cause a real lack of sleep, but for most of the time in my life, I'm just really able to sleep pretty well, and I'm pretty good at it. I can do it pretty quickly, and all that is good. But there are times when you're just not supposed to sleep. Now, I hesitate to mention this, but I have heard some people say that during some sermons, it's hard for them to stay awake. Hard to imagine, I know. Except I will say that I've been a little concerned a time or two that one of my duller sermons might have thrown someone into an irreversible coma. Yeah, I really do understand. I This is serious. I remember more than a few times, and I kind of hesitate to talk too much about this because it really is pointing to kind of a dangerous thing. I remember more than a few times when my wife and I were driving back into town, back into our little town, from one of the larger cities, say 70 or maybe 90 or so miles away. And on both runs, there's a town you go through about, well, in one case, 15 miles before you get to our home. In another case, about 30 miles before you get to our home. And I will say the last few miles of that journey can be so hard at night, sometimes even during the daytime. But we've made the trip so often we're not likely to see a whole lot new. We've made that trip and the miles just pile up and the tires are rolling and the highway sounds are kind of droning on and 
Well, you get outside of town a few miles and your eyelids start getting heavy. I will admit that I've had times when I pulled into one side of town and our house is on the other side, and I wasn't sure I could keep my eyes open until I got to the other side of town and pulled up in our driveway. I don't like to admit that because that's dangerous. It really is. And what scares me is the number of people coming the other direction who may be feeling exactly the same way. It is so hard when you're so sleepy and you know you just can't afford to sleep. I, for one, am very, very thankful for those ruts, those little small ruts on the side of the road, whatever you call them, that wake you up when your tires are moving a little bit toward the bar ditch. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for all the help we can get to help us stay awake when we really need to stay awake because it's dangerous if we don't. And I want to tell you a story in just a minute about some folks going to sleep when they really didn't need to and what happened. I've got a little bit of an ad to share with you at this point. One of the reasons, and I do apologize that there's been such a gap between this episode and the last one, one of the reasons that there's been such a gap is, first of all, the holidays and the uh, ensuing tiredness and depression. I don't know about you, but I always plan to be mildly depressed after Christmas. You know, here come taxes. We had COVID still going on this year. We uh, are through with the holiday fun and all of the decorations. They come down and it just looks dismal, etc., And we really are busy. Uh, A lot of things we've let maybe pile up, at least I do. And so here we go. The holidays are over. They were busy, but they were fun and they were joyful. And here we go into January. I'm not against January. I've got a birthday in January. I'm not that much against birthdays. I've got a birthday of my firstborn grandchild, a sweet girl in January, and I'm sure happy about her birthday. All of those things are good, but January can be kind of tough. So anyway, for whatever reasons, I had a little bit of a lull here. And the biggest reason, I think, is that I've been working on, as I've told you, an album. It's called Almost Home, an album of music. And boy, there's some sweet songs on that album. And now I've got all the songs recorded. I've got the file ready to go to the manufacturer. And I'm working on the album cover. I'm getting pretty close to finished with that. But I took a break from the podcast. I didn't intend to, but I did for a little while to get some of the details on that nailed down. And there are a lot of details. Let me tell you, I think you're really going to like it. It has a bunch of great songs that take us, at least they take me, and I hope they take you, almost home. Rock of ages, just a closer walk with thee, redeemed how I love to proclaim it, and some newer ones like In Christ Alone. Maybe an older ballad that uh, some of you will remember called The 90 and 9. There are some sweet songs. My daughter-in-law, Amy, and I sing Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing together. She sings so well. I tell you, you're going to like it. And so keep watching and I'll let you know. But if you're interested in progress and if you'd like some other music or books or if you want to catch up on some episodes of this podcast, if you'd like to read my blog, all of that stuff and a whole lot more is available at www.curtisshelburn.com. That's C-U-R-T-I-S, no space, S-H-E-L-B-U-R-N-E.com. I'd love to have you visit. And now, let's focus on faith. Sirens. Sirens, and a lot of them. 
I might not have heard them, but one of my sons and I were engaged in a dark game, or a few, out in the garage. The recent blizzard had receded. We had the garage door open. For a number of days there, you couldn't afford to have the garage door open. But we had it open, and we started hearing sirens. I didn't know exactly what had happened, but I was pretty sure it was something bad. I still don't know exactly what happened, but I do know now it was something bad. It wasn't exactly what I thought might have happened. But I will tell you that some other friends who were outside, out of doors, that evening, told me the next day that they'd actually heard the sounds of a massive crash, metal into metal, vehicle into vehicle, that preceded the sirens. The highway intersection is a couple of miles away and has for years offered regular and plentiful opportunities for wrecks. It's a dangerous place. Now, I learned later that that was not exactly the cause of the accident that had happened there, and I learned later some tragic circumstances about the wreck that did happen, and I won't uh, hurt your soul with those. I just want to explain that that intersection is dangerous. From our house, the highway intersection there is a couple of miles away, and yes, for years has offered regular and plentiful opportunities for wrecks. Oh, there's a stop sign or two on one of the roads, but you've been driving for miles and miles of nothing. You start out in a state where the authorities don't think you can manage more than 55 miles per hour. Were it not for cruise control, I confess I don't know many mortals who can possibly keep their craft at 55 on that long stretch. I'd be impressed if you could set it at 60 and manage to keep your foot from nudging the accelerator. Then you crawl across the state line, and you are welcomed to a much more reasonable 75 miles per hour. Now, honestly, that may be a little fast, but it feels like somebody just took the practice weights off your bat, and you can finally swing. You've been slogging through snow uphill in your boots to pick up a lost ski glove. I don't know. But now you've got your skis on again, and yes, it feels so good. But even at that speed, the miles add up slowly, the scenery is nondescript, pretty much non-existent, and boring. The hum of the road, the swaying of your craft, and the weight of your eyelids all conspire against you. You know the feeling. And suddenly stop signs and a T into a bigger and busier highway. If all goes as it should, you stop. But too often, it doesn't, and folks don't, and bad things happen. The Apostle Peter wasn't the only one at the wreck on the night that I'm thinking of. He wasn't the only one who blew past more than a few warning signs. But he was the Apostle who flew right on past the first crash and into an even bigger one. It had been a crazy and mind-boggling week. They'd just eaten the Passover meal in that upper room. Their Lord had been saying some incredibly perplexing and now troubling things, even more often than usual. They'd gone out to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus had predicted, and I'm paraphrasing, before this is over, and it won't be over when you think it is, you'll all desert me. Peter had bristled, Lord, even if the rest of this crew fails you, I never will. I'll die first. With tired but loving eyes, Jesus says, no, a rooster will crow twice first, and you'll deny thrice. They trudge on to Gethsemane, 
And Jesus asks Peter, James, and John to keep watch and pray as a little way away he struggles in poignant prayer. And three times he returns to find that no one, including Peter, who'd blustered, I'll die rather than deny, had even been able to stay awake. Lessons abound, but maybe one of the most important is that we need to be careful not to blow past the warning signs the Lord always gives us, particularly perhaps when we're feeling quite spiritual, certainly a cut above the rest and a bit impressed with our own deep devotion. Lulled into complacency, we can easily doze off, blast past the signs, and ride into a wreck. Well, the wreck would come. You know that it did. You know, of course, that Peter would pick up the pieces. Peter would do amazing work through the power of the Lord, and yes, he would die for his Lord. But on this night, Peter the rock crumbled, slept, and then denied. If that can happen to the Apostle Peter when he is not coincidentally feeling spiritually strong and all full of himself, I'm thinking I need nothing less than Christ's power to stay awake and keep my eyes open to stop signs, my ears open to sirens, and my heart open to humility. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I am so glad you chose to join us. I hope you were able to stay awake, and I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell your friends about it? I sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.